0: Hello, and welcome to Not Just About Copy. I'm your host, Emma McMillan, a copy coach, copywriter, and educator, and I'm here to help you write and communicate better. Through years of copywriting, coaching, and mentoring, I've discovered that writing good copy is not just about learning how, it's also about knowing why. And it's about developing your confidence to put your writing out there. It's about honing your writing habits and taking action. It's about owning your tone of voice, And it's about knowing your audience. In this podcast, you'll hear conversations that will inspire you to reflect on your relationship with writing and prompt some fresh ideas. Solo coaching episodes with me will give you actionable tips and strategies to write better copy with more flow, confidence, and fun. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and honour their deep language and storytelling traditions. I pay my respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Now let's get into today's episode. Wow, so we are back now for our second year, which is super exciting. And I'm talking about something today that I've been hearing a lot about over this summer break, and I'm sure you have too. If you've been anywhere near LinkedIn or really anywhere on the socials. It's all about ChatGPT, in fact, and what that might mean for you if you're a business owner who is writing your own copy, or if you're a copywriter. So I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of using ChatGPT or, in fact, uh, any kind of AI writing software. Answer some questions. Firstly, will it replace real human copywriting? And secondly, how can I best train ChatGPT to write for me? And then I'm going to share my experience of using it myself, So give you some insight into what worked and what didn't. I'm also going to cover this topic further in my upcoming group program, The Co-Writing Content Crew. Now, this is my live online eight-week program for small business owners who want to write better copy. And I'm going to run it just twice this year. So the first round, we're kicking off on Friday, the 10th of February at 10 a.m. Melbourne time, and the doors are open from today. So if that's something that you're interested in finding out more about, you can head to emmcmillancopy.com forward slash co dash writing dash content dash crew forward slash all the details. But I'll put that link in the show notes too. So first up, the pros and cons of using ChatGPT for copywriting. So firstly, GPT is actually short for something called Generative Pre-Training Transformer. And it's basically like a uh, language model that's developed by a company called OpenAI, and it means it's capable of generating human like text. And I think that um, human like is an important distinction to make. So um, while it can be used for lots of different purposes, including copywriting, there are definitely some pros and cons to think about. So, in the pros category, so firstly, You'd be a little, a little bit surprised if you haven't explored it already as to the quality that it's actually spitting out. So there have been other types of you know text generating tools that have been available um, over time, but this really takes it to a different level entirely. So it can be a little bit hard to distinguish from text written by humans. You'll find out more about um, the nuance of that later. but it is pretty high quality, so it can be used for creating things like marketing copy. It's also super fast. Um, it's very efficient. So you can use it if you're wanting to create um, a lot of copy in a short space of time. So that's another another reason why um, it could be useful. Now, GPT is also customizable. So for instance, you can sort of teach it or instruct it to use particular sorts of keywords in your copy or to write in a particular tone. Um, so it is customizable in that way, rather than something really standard and generic across the board. Now to some cons. So we need to remember that chat GPT is a useful tool, but it is still a tool. So it can only do what it's programmed to do and what you help it to understand what to do. It can't think like a human, so it can't come up with new ideas or concepts on its own. And it may also not always produce something that's relevant or appropriate for actually what you're needing. The other thing is that you will start to notice if you use it a bit that it produces text that is often quite formulaic um, and quite repetitive, particularly if in your instruction you haven't given it enough context to work with. It's also not greater understanding context um, or meaning of the text that it generates. So it's not actually understanding what it's creating, if that makes sense. So you will most definitely need to invest time and energy into at least editing and proofreading the text that you receive from ChatGPT just to make sure that it's actually accurate and also that it's effective for the purpose that you need it for. So kind of to wrap up the pros and cons part, GPT can be a useful tool for generating high quality content really quickly, but it is not a replacement for human copywriting. So your judgment as a human and also your expertise, both in your business and knowing your audience, knowing your services or product are super important. And there's no way that chat GBT can actually understand that kind of level of detail and context to know exactly what your audience needs to hear from you. So really, will it put human copywriters or business owners who write copy, like will it actually replace the need for that? Well, it's pretty unlikely. And for reasons I've already talked about earlier in terms of uh, it's not capable of original thought um, and it doesn't really understand context very well. So yes, it can create a lot of high quality text quite quickly, but the level of understanding is totally different. Okay, so one thing that you can do when you're writing a copy for your business, for example, is you can understand your goals and objectives for your marketing, And you, you know, understand the purpose of a piece, you're understanding so much more about your audience than a bot is ever able to actually understand. So you can also come up with lots of new ideas and concepts Whereas something that is quite predictive and repetitive like ChatGPT will often spit out the same kinds of things over and over again. So they generate text that's based on patterns and examples that they've been trained on. So you can train it to a point, but you can't think creatively or critically like a human writer can. So it can certainly help. particular ways. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later, um, especially when I talk about the example of um, how I've used it and what I found useful and what I found just not particularly useful at all. So how can you best train ChatGPT to understand what it is that you need and how you actually write? There's a few ways you can do this. Okay. So first up is for you to provide lots of context and examples. So if you can provide lots of different examples of the kinds of text that you really want it to generate, it will start to understand like what the patterns of that text are and the particular conventions of your writing style. So feeding it actual examples right in the style of this to actually get them to see and absorb examples, things that you like that they can then replicate. The more specific you can be, the better as well. So when using GPT or other language models, You need to be specific with your prompts or instructions uh, to guide the model to generate the kind of text that you're looking for. Because it can't think for itself, it doesn't understand the purpose or tone of the text that you want. So you have to be really clear. You know, this is a sales email for a new service launch, or this is a social media caption to summarize the year in review, etc. So you're providing the context for it, and. You will also need to edit and proofread the text. That can help it to improve its performance over time if it sees the way that you edit it, if you do it within the actual platform itself. What type of copy does ChatGPT write best? Well, I used it for some content repurposing. As you know, I love a bit of content repurposing and I thought I'd see what would happen if I actually gave it my newsletter copy and asked it to repurpose for LinkedIn and also for Instagram. So that was something that it did reasonably well. Um, But it can generate kind of a wide range of text from like marketing copy to news articles, poetry, fiction, but obviously it's not going to be suited for some of those as well as for others. So it's better for the kinds of copy that follows more of a pattern, convention, formula or style. So particularly things like informational blogs or news articles, sales um, copy, things like that. Not so much things that require high levels of creativity or originality, thought leadership pieces, or um, even opinion pieces, because they would really need a human writer to bring their own ideas and understanding to the task. So there are certainly limitations when deciding whether or not to use it, but here's a little bit about my personal experience and what I noticed. Okay. So the very first thing that I did was I visited the open AI site and I just simply signed up to try ChatGPT. It's a very easy process to actually kind of create an account to go in and have a play. Um, something that you might not realize when you are typing it in, it sort of looks like a chat box situation. Um, the first thing I did was I actually asked GPT, will you be saving these chats? And it said no. Um, So I just knew that if there was anything I wanted to keep that we um, had a chat about, I would need to copy it into a fresh document. So just to know that it doesn't automatically store your chats once you have exited the browser. So I also noticed, interestingly enough, that it said at the top when I hopped in for the second or third time, there is a high volume of uh, traffic right now. So, I mean, it's clear that so many people are just exploring this platform, testing it out, seeing what it can do. Um, I'm sure that there will be some people who continue to use it in really, you know, constructive kind of ways, but I think also a bit of the novelty will wear off as well. So here is what I did first. I copied my weekly email into ChatGPT, straight into the chat box. And this is the prompt that i gave it at this point i didn't know how specific i needed to be with things so i just said can you please repurpose this email copy for a linkedin post and that's exactly what it did it was okay but the first thing i noticed was it was much too formal for my tone of voice so i thought okay well let's see if i can get it to play around with the tone a little bit and i gave it this prompt good but it sounds a bit formal I thought it was a good idea to give it a bit of positive (laughs) reinforcement, a bit of positive feedback. I said, can you please make it a bit lighter in tone? That was something I wasn't exactly quite sure how to articulate because, you know, as we know, even as humans, when we talk about tone of voice, there is a different way of understanding that like what I think is, you know, quirky might be very different to what you think quirky means. So I thought lighter might make sense. And look, the result was better but I still needed to kind of loosen it up a little bit and just have a bit of a play around with the cadence in particular, as it wasn't totally my style, but it certainly gave me a draft that I could work with. So then I also gave it some other prompts and some more feedback, um, such as I said, look, that's better. I'm in Australia. Could you please update the spelling to reflect this? I wonder if it automatically just goes to American spelling. So you might notice that as well. And then I said, okay, that's great once it did that. I'd also love you to turn it into a series of three Instagram posts. And that's when I also noticed the specificity and how important that is because it spat out first three super short posts. So I realized I needed to kind of get more clear with what I was wanting. So I said this, they're a bit short for me. I tend to include more details around 50 to hundred words each. And it came straight back with certainly here's three expanded Instagram posts based on what you provided. So look, it was helpful for first drafts, I'd say, and kind of simple, simple information gathering. I think I will continue to use it in the same way to take, say my weekly newsletter that goes out to my subscribers. If you're not signed up for that, by the way, you can just uh, visit the link in the show notes and sign up. I send a weekly email on a Monday with some helpful tips for uh, writing better, bit of behind the scenes um, and that sort of stuff. So. I think it's useful for taking that and breaking it up into smaller chunks of copy for social posts, such as LinkedIn and Instagram. But I think the tone of voice work to layer the personality is where it's really lacking. And also when it's picking out highlights for social posts, for example, if my newsletter is say 400 words and I say, can you pull out, you know, three or four highlights for social media posts? What it thinks is a highlight and what I think is a highlight are not always the same thing. So you might just need to prompt it a little bit more around exactly what you think are the key takeaways. So, will I continue to use chat GPT? Yes, I will for creating first drafts of material where it's more simple information gathering. So, for instance, if I'm writing a blog that is um, less of a kind of opinion piece and more of a seven ways to X or 10 steps to this, which, you know, those sorts of blogs are fine as part of your content marketing strategy. I wouldn't suggest, you know, repeating those kinds of um, blogs on repeat. I think it's important to infuse your own sort of opinion and, you know, thought leadership in there as well. So I don't think ChatGPT will be always useful in that context, but certainly for those kinds of blogs, for sure. As a step in my content repurposing process, I mean, one of the reasons for this too is that I am all about ease and flow and simplification. This year, my intention word for the year is joy. And one of the things I want to bring back into my life is, I guess, reconnecting with the things that I enjoy doing beyond my work and beyond my business. So anything that gives me a little bit more white space to play with and, you know, actual space in my day, you know, I think is a good thing in a way. So I'm just exploring how this can help to facilitate that as well. I think the more that you use ChatGPT, the the better it does get at understanding your writing style. So I'm really curious to see how this evolves. But as I said, for opinion-based pieces, I can't and I wouldn't want to rely on this kind of software. You know, it can't think like a human being and it definitely can't get inside your brain. So, you know, in terms of picking up subtleties or making inferences, it really has its limitations. I would love to know if you have explored ChatGPT and what your experience has been, whether you've found it similar for you or whether you've felt something quite different. So thank you so much for listening. It's great to be back with you. And I hope you loved this episode. If you did, please hit subscribe, rate and review the podcast. That is the best way for others to find it. And don't forget the doors are now open for the co-writing content crew. I would love, love, love to have you join me for this live round. So you'll find that link in the show notes. I'll be back in your ears next Monday. So I'll see you then. Take care.